the, the business can't just run on you, right? So you can't be the only one in the house that actually thinks about and understands the business. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franzen. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. It's a great privilege and honor for me to be with you, Dr. Stephen, today, and always a great privilege to be with all of you. Uh, thank you for tuning in today and for pressing play and for leaning in. You know, for us, I, I have a theme, lean in and listen up. And that's a double-edged sword because when you lean in, it means that I am going to press in. I'm not just going to be a surface person. I'm going to lean into any situation that I step into, any podcast I listen to, any event I show up, lean in. It's easy to stay in the back of your seat. I want you on the front of the seat. It's easy to have you keep your pen in your pocket. I want your pen in your hand. It's easy to keep your notebook closed. I want you to keep it open. You just never know what's going to happen. But when you lean in, great things always happen. The other is listen up. Listening up to me is I'm going to raise my level of listening. I usually listen at this level, but I know that there's another level of listening and I'm going to listen up. So I'm going to challenge you if you're a regular listener to this podcast. Hey, we love you. Thank you so much. It's a great honor, but I'm going to just challenge you and encourage you. Sometimes you can get used to the voices, the message, and just you know miss things. And I'm going to just challenge you as I challenge myself to continue to lean in, to continue to listen up. I'm not sure what that means for you, or where that's going to take you, but I promise you that when you commit to just that, you're going to see, you're going to squeeze so much more of every part of every part of your life when we, when we operate that way, especially when we come ready to learn. So Dr. Steven, what a great privilege and honor for us to be able to have a podcast, to be able to do this and share this with uh, so many awesome chiropractors. We love chiropractic, we love chiropractors, and we love being able to share the message. So again, thanks for tuning in here today. Let's uh, all commit to leaning in and listening up. Dr. Pete, always a pleasure, man. Psyched for today's conversation. You know, we're going we're gonna to get after it today. We're going to have a conversation that may be a new viewpoint on an old issue, right? Which is about getting your team engaged in your business, right? So, and we're going to be really highly intentional about using the terminology business versus practice and recognizing that there is such a differentiation between your business and your practice. And I just want to make sure that CEOs, when you're listening out there, that you know how Dr. Pete and I are highly intentional about the words that we use and the phrases that we use, et cetera. So when you hear us say business, we mean business. When you hear us say practice, we mean practice. <laughs> okay. So some of you might be sitting there and being like, what are you guys talking about? Are you No, it's your practice is your is your uh, 
your processes, your procedures, attraction, conversion, retention, team building. Like, so, so many of you are like, yeah, no, I, I already know what I'm doing. So it's like, that's awesome. We're excited that you're joining us here because you probably heard that there's a different conversation going on. There's something different about the conversation that's happening here. Can't quite put my finger on it, but it's an interesting perspective. Well, I'll tell you right now, the perspective is, is that we recognize that there's a difference between your practice and your business. Okay. So, for those of you who are looking to optimize your business, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm going to ask you if you could share the show, right? So there's going to be a conversation that we have here today. You're going to be thinking of other DCs in your world to be like, oh man, I'm going to ask you, who do you know that needs to hear this message today? Who do you, who do you know that as we're wrapping up the year or kicking off a brand new year, who needs to take a different perspective around their practice? Be like, okay, I've kind of figured out practicing, but truthfully, <laughs> I have not optimized the business side of it. If that's you, if you know that that's true for one of your friends, the greatest thank you you can extend to us is sharing the show with another DC so that we can help more people help more people, right? That's our purpose. We appreciate that. Coming off of our immersion in Phoenix, Dr. Pete, I always love meeting. I love meeting people first for the first time or even just putting yeah. a face to the name, but meeting people the first time when they come up and they just give you a big hug, they just give you a big hug and they'll say, I love you, man. I've been listening to you guys. I've been listening to your podcast for two years or three years or whatever. So I love you, man. Thanks so much. It's been such an inflection point, man. I can't get that enough to be honest with you. It's just like one of those things that like, oh yeah, I listened to you for like three years. I'm like, what took you so long to get to the immersion or call us about coaching, what have you. And like, man, I've been implementing. It's been amazing. I love the podcast. So I know that we're reaching people right now that we haven't met yet. We look forward to meeting you, right? So whether yeah. that is, you know, give us a call, jump on our uh, strategy session with us, show up for one of our immersions, you know, go to the website, figure out where our next live event is, come to one of our immersions or one of our intensives. We love to meet you guys. So if we're together someplace, just come up and give us a squeeze, give us a hug, tell us how listening to this podcast had made a difference to you. And that's obviously, that's the objective of every episode, definitely today's episode. So with this in mind, Dr. Steven, I, I, I want to make note of this because I actually share this with my coaching clients who are actually part of the Remarkable Practice and Remarkable CEO. And a lot of them don't know this. So I'm going to share this with you as a listener. If you're new to the show or you've been listening to this show for a while, for both of you, there is a library of content that you have access to in this podcast. If you go to the remarkablepractice.com and you click on the link that says podcast, you can go in. There's a search option where you can type in the search anything, say money, team, attraction, retention, conversion. You type in whatever the topic is that you want to learn more about just type it into the search and you will find dozens of episodes associated with that that we've done over the years so to to your point dr steven just wanted to make sure that also you know as you're sharing this with you know colleagues of yours you know people that you you love and you care about you know that's a great way to learn more about how we approach the business as you said dr steven we teach the practice side and the business side. Today, we're going to lean into the business side and specifically answering this one question. Is your team engaged in your business? And we're, we're using that as our, as our framing question for today as an issue, okay? This is an issue. If your team is not engaged in your business, this is a, 
a point of constraint. This is an, there's an opportunity. There's a gap. It could be a deficiency here. And if there's a deficiency here, that can lead to a breakdown ultimately and why maybe your business has not broke through to the next level. It could be the thing that's holding you back. So Dr. Steven, I know we are committed to teaching and in the remarkable practice, what you'll learn and, and, and discover is that in the system of the practice, we teach doctors and train on how to take a patient through a journey from being a seeker to becoming a believer to becoming an understander and becoming a promoter. And we talk about that and we teach that through our system. So a patient will actually go through the process. A seeker who comes into your office, discovers you, goes through a journey. And our role first and initially is to go from a seeker and turn them into a believer. So we take them through that process. And that's step one in the, in the patient's journey. Then they go from being a believer and our, our role is to help them become an understander. And we know that you, you don't have to believe in chiropractic. You can understand it. But in order for people to understand chiropractic, they first need to be understood. So they go through this process of seeking and finding. They discover you. We go into that moment. Our goal first is to help you become a believer. Then we help the patient become an understander. And when they understand chiropractic, that equips them ultimately to become a promoter, an advocate, and uh, and that is the really the arc of the patient journey. So that's what we teach in the practice side. What today we're going to be focusing on is what does that look like for your team? Okay, I think we all understand. Oh wow, yeah, I get that, and I got I got to work on the whole taking my practice members and bringing them from a seeker and bringing them all the way to understander and promoters. I I got a lot of work cut out for me there still. Yes, you do. This will actually help you because you'll be helping your team and by helping your team understand you're actually going to, they're going to help your patients understand so it's all going to come full circle for you so dr steven i'm looking forward to this conversation as you said earlier because it's about today is about your team and it's about taking your team through the process of they all started as a seeker when they raised their hand and interviewed you with you to becoming a believer Today, we're going to talk about what does it look like to answer the question, does your team understand? And specifically, do they understand the business of chiropractic? Such an important distinction, Dr. Pete, because you want to make sure that when it comes to solving problems that you're barking up the right tree. Right? So, you know, we get the opportunity to talk to thousands of chiropractors, right? So here's what I know to be true after all of those conversations is, you know, for most chiropractors, they're, they're not laying awake at night worrying about their practice. They worry about their business, right? Mm -hmm. So, and even though they might not have the language or the awareness or that perspective, it's just like, ultimately, you know, most of these chiros, they feel like, oh man, I've got the practice part of it figured out, but it's the business part of it that I'm leaping along. And that's what's really got me stressed and strained at worst or I just not optimized it and I'm excited and I'm energized because I know that there's a lot of meat on the bone, right? So, you know, just like when we go from being an owner operator to being a CEO where we make that ascension as the business owner, right? So we go from using brute force to run and build the business to using leverage 
right? And leveraging other people and systems, processes, communications, technology to make a bigger impact and a bigger income. We have to make this same ascension when it comes to the business itself, right? So we've got to recognize this like, we can't be, it, the, the business can't just run on you, right? So you can't be the only one in the house that actually thinks about and understands the business, right? So if, if that's you right now, I'm talking to you, right? So if, if you're like, holy crap, I never thought about this is like, I am the only one on the team, you know, in that practice that knows or thinks anything about the business itself, right? In fact, truth be told, sometimes I feel a bit awkward even talking about the business because, you know, I'm a purpose-driven, mission-driven chiropractor who's here to give love and serve. And it's all about the people, right? And it's all about, you know, our mission. And it's about these people, these families that we take care of and making it, yes, here's the deal is none of that changes. In fact, it's because of that that we have to mature as business people. We have a fiduciary responsibility and such an opportunity to make a bigger impact, make a bigger income, drive more revenue so that we can, again, reinvest in the business and make a bigger impact, right? So at the end of the day, these two things are just sutured together. You cannot separate the two, yet they are distinct, right? So there's another skill set involved when it comes to actually running the business versus running the practice. Right. So you have to understand and recognize. Now, this is good. This is going to impact different roles, different people in different positions on your team in different ways. The leadership team, absolutely. And by leadership team, we're talking about the CEO and their complement, the COO. They should technically be the most fluent in the business. They run the business. You lead the business. They run the business. You have the office manager who runs the team. Leadership, management, and accountability. How are they leading? How are they managing? What are they holding them accountable to? The business, right? It's the business, the metrics, the KPIs, the goals, right? That's all the, those are the DNA of the business itself, right? So the, that has to be quantified. It has to be objective. The, where do those reports come from? Well, they come from the back office, from the business office, right? So it's like, there's the business side of this that is just tied just beautifully, this beautiful complement, the yin yang of the truly remarkable practice is a remarkable business. We wanna make sure that you recognize that these two things should not be teased apart, but rather be weaved together, okay? It's the business is part of the fabric of the practice and everybody all the way down to the check-in CA, check-out CA, tech CA, the, the associate doctors, everybody has to have a purview, has to have visibility, has to have a fluency in the business itself for the business to truly be optimized. Dr. Pete, it can be overwhelming when we think, holy crap, I've just got them to focus on and figure out running the practice. Now I actually have to teach them how to run the business alongside of us. And uh, the answer is absolutely. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today.
you know, Dr. Steven, this is why so many people that we get to work with actually approach us initially, because I think, like you said, you know, many of us were purpose driven on, you know, mission driven on purpose, you know, principled, very committed. And, and so we were able to build and build successful practices because of those, those attributes as well as others, but oftentimes, but you run out of runway and you realize you're not quite sure what, what it is that I'm running up against, but this is the thing. And what it is, is it's also the thing you'll run up against at every new level that you want to grow to. So you might be listening to this podcast and say, we're a seven figure practice, but my vision is to get to an eight figure practice business model. Perfect. For you to be able to get there, this is where you're going to solve it right here. This is the conversation you need to be in. If you're said, I'm a newer practice and I, I want to get to that seven figure mark. I want to be one of your seven figure docs. I'm like, Hey man, bring it on. Let's go. We want to help you achieve that. Right. This is what you need as well. Right. So, you know, this, this conversation and Dr. Steven, my personal opinion is the earlier you can start this, the better. In other words, if you're launching a business, building it, scaling it, exiting all four seasons of your career, this is a conversation that I personally have conviction around that should be baked into the journey through all four seasons. And it's going to look slightly different in each season, the conversation, but the, the, but what we're going to about to discuss and unpack for you is so powerful. So let me just say this guys, we have a giveaway for you today. Uh, we love giving you things because we, we are uh, visual learners and we love pictures. So we're actually going to give you something today. It's called the um, hourglass business model. I don't know if that's the title of abduction, but that's the way I, that's what I see it as. And we use this actually to help all of us understand what we're wanting to accomplish here. And it's just a, it's one image that literally shows the entire thing. It's the whole picture of your business in one picture. And what I'm going to challenge and encourage you to do with this picture, I want you to go and download it, get it for yourself and bring it to your office, give it to everybody on your team, bring it to maybe a quarterly board, the quarterly board meeting at the end of this quarter. If you're listening to this and it's uh, before a quarterly board meeting, this is a beautiful time to bring this out. This wouldn't be appropriate in like a weekly team meeting. It's just not appropriate, but this is a really good quarterly board meeting topic. It goes really well with the vision and then the product and process board meetings. If you know the first four board meetings, this fits perfectly with that. Actually, it fits perfectly with all four of them, to be honest. But this is a really good conversation for you to have. So I'm going to ask you to consider taking this business model, put it in your PowerPoint, put it up on the screen, put it up on the whiteboard, put it up wherever you have your board meetings and bring this into the one of the next board meeting that you have. So download this, this tool. It's not a tool, but it's a framework. Download this framework, this image, bring it to your business. Listen to this podcast. Dr. Steven is about to unload on you and, uh, and take this and then bring this to your, bring this to your team. And, and we're going to increase the business acumen. We talk about the four parts of, of certainty and one of them is business acumen. So today we're going to hit on the business acumen side. Hopefully you've done a really good job with the, the philosophy and the communication. You've done a great job under, you know, helping them understand that. But this part, the business acumen component for everyone on your team is what we're going to be hitting on here today. And this is going to affect not just attraction, but the entire arc of the journey for the practice. Like you said, Dr. Steven, which cannot be teased apart, but must, they are weaved together. So Dr. Steven, uh, with that in mind, with the hourglass model in mind, uh, again, we're going to take a high level because it's a podcast. We're having a conversation, but understand that um, you're scratching the surface of what we're helping you guys do. If you're, you're already working with us, if you're not, this is what we're going to be able to help you do.
That's right. So I love this framework. It's simple and elegant, much like the chiropractic solution, but it's so rich. It's there's there's so much here. And it applies to the person that you hired last week as much as it applies to the person that's been with you for decades in the practice, right? So regardless of where they are and everywhere across that arc, it'll resonate because they'll see it deeper and faster if they've been around longer. And they will find that this model, this imagery just codifies the whole thing for them. It's incredibly powerful, right? So this would make a great forearm tattoo. This is the this is it all wrapped up all up in one. This is the arc of the whole business. Uh, when you look at the hourglass, what you're looking at first and foremost, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is a great episode to watch on YouTube. We'll put it up on the screen so you can see it up on, on YouTube as well. Download this, print it out, maybe hit pause, print it out and take a look at it while we talk through it. That'd very be helpful so you can take notes on this. Uh, maybe double back and listen to this episode 12 times so that you can get all of this, right? And pull everything out of it that you can, because this is a great way to help your team members get their head around the whole thing, right? The, the, the whole thing so that they can see it in a way they're like, oh my gosh, that's just so simple and perfect, perfectly inclusive to what we're doing. So what first thing you want to notice is the white space around what is this hourglass image, right? So uh, it's a classic hourglass, right? Sort of that figure eight, two triangles, right? So there's a classic funnel at the top and an inverted funnel at the bottom, right? That forms an X in the middle, right? So you've got a inverted funnel at the bottom as the base. So this hourglass model the, the, that sits against a white backdrop, that white backdrop represents your marketplace, right? That's the market, right? So that white space is filled with millions of toxic, deficient, subluxated, and vaccinated, sick and suffering people that are, that are out there looking for a better way to better health. They're seeking a solution to their problems. These are who we call the seekers. And the seekers are out there. They're looking for a solution. They're looking for you, right? So the question is, is are they going to find you? Or a better question is, is, is your market message going to find them, right? So your market message lands on them. You speak into their listening and you satisfy the three ring Venn diagram that we teach for marketing 101, which is, hey, that's me. They're talking about me. So relevance hey, that's the thing I'm trying to get rid of or trying to achieve, right? So now it's specificity. And then the third and tricky circle, which is now, the time is now, right? So, which speaks to immediacy. So we're gonna take action now, right? So those three circles overlap in the center and they click the link, they download the lead magnet, right? They, we capture their information somehow and they go from being out in the white space and they drop into the top of that funnel. Okay. And they become a prospect. So we've captured their information. We can now communicate them with them. We've just gone from having a monologue to having a dialogue. Now this is an exchange. This is where we begin our nurture process. So the nurturing process is highly intentional, highly systematized, and what we're doing is we're building know, like, and trust because people do business with people that they feel like they know, that they like, and they trust. So we nurture this person down the funnel towards the front door of the practice, right? So now they're a prospect. Now, as they move from a prospect to a lead by scheduling their day one appointment in your office. So now they're a lead. So now they're in that second population as they move their way down the funnel. We continue to nurture that relationship until we get them across the threshold 
and they become an opportunity, right? So they go from a prospect to a lead when they schedule their appointment, they go from a lead to an opportunity when they come in for their conversion process, their day one consultation, examination, come back for their report of findings, recommendations. So they go through your conversion process and then they come right to that center point, that cross, which is where they convert to care. So now they convert to care. Now they're an active patient. So they're part of your total active patient population, which is represented by the bottom half of this infographic, right? So now we're on the top of the base triangle, right? So now we are in the stages of care, which of course, in the remarkable practice system, we have initial intensive care, and then they graduate into corrective care, and then they graduate into wellness care or maintenance care based on their goals. And what I love about this infographic, Dr. Pete, is, is the broad part of the funnels are at the top, which is where, you know, the biggest group of people are, we're speaking into the community. And then it narrows right to the pinpoint of a singular human being, an individual who converts, and then they enter into a pool of other like-minded people on the same journey. And we create and collect ideal patients. And the base of that funnel continu continues to broaden as that population of people, as we create and collect ideal patients Man, it doesn't get any simpler or more comprehensive than the hourglass business model. So, Dr. Stephen, what I love about the hourglass business model is it's not just a it's not just an image. If you've been hanging around us as you were walking through that, so so just so easy, it was so smooth. And I, I believe that if you know you're listening in and leaning in and listening up, you heard everything that was said, and that just kind of went through, and you can see it. What we're going to challenge you to look at is at what where are your points of constraint? So now when you sit with your team and you explain as you go, you review this with them, you would ask them, hey, where are our points of constraint? Where are we, where are people not being served? Whether it's, are we reaching those millions of subluxated, toxic, deficient, sick, suffering people? Are we, is, are they, are they finding our message? Our message finding them is there, is that where the issue is? Is the issue that we don't, have a successful way to nurture someone who actually does initially find us and they become a prospect and we haven't really learned or discovered ways to nurture those so they can build their ability to know us and then become they like us and then they eventually they're loving us and then they become that lead and they become that person that says i'm raising my hand and i i want you to help me i i, I you're talking to me about that thing and now is the time for me the idea of the time being the variable that's out of your control and you have to continue to control the the now and the thing that's your brand message in the marketplace, right? So that you are attracting the right people. So at the right time, when they're ready, they're ready to take the next step. That's the, that whole nurture to lead. And then from there, is that an issue? Is, are, are, are we, are we lacking there? Are we, are we deficient there? Is that an issue? And then we go through the whole process. I'm not going to walk you through the whole thing, but you're continuing to troubleshoot and ask yourself the question, is there a vision here? Is there a leadership, is it a leadership issue? Is this a, a system issue? Is, is it a team issue? Is it a training issue? Is it an energy issue? Like what's the issue with each stage of that, like uh, each step of that journey? That's how we look at it. So if, if I was to take the infographic and add a lot more little things to it, I would add all six sides at each transitional segment, because where is the, where is the troubleshoot? Where is the issue? And then from there, you could click on each one of those little pictures of the six sides. And then each one of those would have all these, you know, KPIs and goals and targets and things that we need to trainings that are associated with that. So it's simple and elegant. It's also, as you said, 
I, I think you said it's also profound, you know, so it goes, it's deep. Like there's, there's a layer of depth to it that is layers deep. I will say that. So Dr. Steven, you know, we're having a conversation right now about this, but I hope that this is falling on, on the ears for those of you who've been listening to us regularly. You're like, yeah, this is, I know this song. Yep. Sounds really good. We're asking you to say, how well does your team know how to sing this song? Does your team see the whole song? Do they know like the way we open the song, all the verses, the bridge and the close? Do they know the whole thing? And do they know what we're ultimately trying to accomplish? And is that, is that bottom part of the, of the hourglass, is that really being filled the way it's designed to be filled? Have you really, are we really building the business or is it, is the, the fattest part of that dang hourglass, the first one, initial intensive, and then there's a bunch of, then it gets narrow after that because there's people leaking out and we don't actually ever get, we never built the bottom, the base. It's kind of this weird shape. Like what shape is your hourglass right now? You know what I'm saying? Like if you thought about it in terms of what's the shape, you know, and this is just brutal facts. Like, Hey, we, we just, we're, we're brutal facts type people, right? One part gut, two parts data. We don't need emotions because we have the metrics. So we want to be able to see into your business. You should be able to see in your business, say, what shape is my hourglass right now? Is it this beautiful shape that was shared with me or is, is it a bit deformed? Hey, that's okay. You know, let's, let's look at it and let's discern where we need to focus next in this next quarter. And again, quarter by quarter, you begin to adjust, make adjustments and work on it and make it better. That's what it means to be a remarkable business. And the team that's the right team is going to say, I'm with you, doc. I want to support you with that. I'm on, I'm in, I'm in for the long haul. I'm bought in. I love the mission, the vision, the premise, the purpose, the product company. And I want to know the business. Now that I know it, put me in coach, put me to work. Like, let me help you help us help more people, right? Bigger impact, bigger income, all the good that comes from us. Dr. Steven, that's I love this. And, you know, I'm so happy that we get to at least share this message, but also give this, you know, give this image and this graphic to everybody to start using and, and continue to build that business acumen for your, for their team. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the, the default for most of us, you know, because we are on purpose, because we are mission driven, just tend, it has the tendency to be all the chiropractors that we know and love. Right. So it's just like, it's, it, it's something that we have a, a greater comfort level even looking at that hourglass and recognizing that I can see the practice in the hourglass and you should, because remember they're sewn together, right? So where you help people understand how this represents the arc of the patient's journey and the arc of our process inside the practice, it's the perfect segue into helping them understand that it's also the arc of the business. So we, it's, it has all of the components. It has the journey of the human being that we have the privilege of caring for. It has the arc of their experience going through the practice process, procedures, et cetera. But it's also the perfect place for us to segue, grasp and twist, grasp how this represents the practice and then twist. Let's fill in the blanks for them so they can see the business and the business behind the practice, which is adding and quantifying all of the steps of the process, all of the transitions, the conversions, the populations of people, and assigning the metrics that will then populate things like individual scoreboards, scorecards, team scoreboards, our 90-day project planners, 
our lead flow infographic, our CEO marketing reports, et cetera. That's where these numbers come from. And if you look at a spreadsheet of the vital signs performance metrics, it can be mind numbing. <laughs> it can be mind numbing, right? Don't ever forget that CEOs, right? So just think of it as if it's unnatural for you or if it was hard for you to learn it, or even worse, if it's natural for you and it was easy for you to learn it, don't forget that that may not be true for everybody around you and chances are it's high probability. It's not true for everybody around you. Start with the simple, elegant infographic that everybody will see. Here's the journey for the patient. This is the journey through our practice. And now, now that you get that, let's assign KPIs to every step process, transition, conversion, population throughout this thing. And we can see what those metrics represent, which is the human beings that are finding a better way to better health through our practice. Docs, don't do this on your own. You can't be the only one that understands the business. You got to take your team and turn them from believers to understanders. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. Hey, CEOs. So it's Dr. Pete here, and I'm in the studio with Stephen Tate from Online Marketing for Doctors. You guys know how important marketing is. You know we bring it up on this podcast regularly, how important it is that you have all five domains of your business working and functioning optimally. Today, we're going to double click on specifically the attraction domain of your business, and we're going to specifically have a conversation around the digital marketing function of your business. And uh, super pumped to be able to have this conversation with you, Stephen, today. Hey, thanks for uh, taking the time to meet with me and have this interview. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah, so so Stephen is coming to us from Australia, which is awesome. Uh, again, appreciate you coming all the way over to the US for this interview here today. No, man, <laughs> I'm grateful for digital, right? See, digital enabled us to do this Correct. And digital enables you to reach your patients, right? That's the power of it. So we're going to spend some time talking about the power and the value of digital marketing. Tell us a little bit about your business, online marketing for doctors. You know, you and I were chatting just a little bit, you know, before we, you know, went live here today and you were sharing about, you know, you guys are working in this space with doctors of, of multiple different industries and verticals. So tell us a little bit about the business, what you guys are up to and then we'll get specifically into, you know, what we're doing for chiropractic and how we can help doctors help more people. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So we are online marketing for doctors and I'm an account director there and we're a medical marketing agency. So despite sounding like we only work with doctors, we work with anyone in the medical space to help 
them uh, find and uh, bring in more business, more leads, more more foot traffic in the door for their businesses. We've worked with chiropractors pretty consistently for the last five years, but we work in a lot of other uh, medical verticals, including general practices, plastic surgeons, hair loss, weight loss, you name it, we, we do it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I think that I personally value working with businesses and collaborating with people who are in other spaces, because I think we can actually learn a lot when we, when we step out of our box and what we're super familiar with and the, the folks that we're regularly running with and actually learn what are other industries and what are other verticals doing. I personally do that regularly as a CEO, as a leader, as a coach. I put myself in environments around other business leaders and other thought leaders and other businesses because it actually helps me in my space. So I love that you have a business that is in other spaces. And I think that actually personally, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I think that it would add value in the value you provide to a chiropractor who obviously is listening to this podcast and what you bring to the table as far as giving them advice and counsel and advice and strategy for what's working in the space. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Absolutely. No, because you then tend to see sort of a lot of similarities in each vertical. There's sort of like a headspace and a mentality and a way that they approach things. And they all sort of generally see things in a very similar way. And that's great because in some respects uh, for us, because you know it's easy for us to sort of work with similar personalities and similar types and, and build a, an easy model. But if you're looking at it, trying to achieve something bigger and better than what is happening in your industry, you generally need to break the mold. And what we see in other spaces are the leaders that do break the mold in their industry and take advantage of that. We have many examples, but there's always one that I personally love because I worked with this person specifically, but it was a vasectomist and no one really cares to talk about vasectomy all that much, but he came in and just had a marketing mindset and just shook the Australian sort of vasectomy marketing industry and has done incredibly well. Really, his business is expanding just uh, just incredibly well over the last two, three years of working together. And, and it's just, he broke the mold. Everyone had a very similar mindset in that industry, but he came in and had a very clear vision on how he wanted to succeed through uh, digital marketing and he made it work for him. I love this. You know, just everything you're saying there, the idea of breaking the mold with your marketing mindset, that framing is so powerful because that's a really important thing for all of us to hear as we're listening as CEOs like, hey, what is the mold? In other words, what is the box that you've put yourself in mentally in the way you think? And is it possible that you need to break through? You need to break out of that mold, break out of that box, break out of that thinking. You know, we might say you have limiting beliefs or whatever. And, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. But the bottom line is you're in some sort of a level of thinking and there's another level. And that's what I heard. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what we as doctors, we need to hear that. And I, and as a coach, I can do that for a, a doc that I work with. I can give them a mindset that's like, oh man, I needed to hear that. Or that's a different way to think about it. That's super helpful. And it usually is. So even hearing you say that's incredibly powerful and helpful. So, you know, 
I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you about something we were chatting about this before, which was, you know, as a business owner, as a CEO, we think in terms of ROI, right? You know, so every business exists to solve a problem. You're solving the problem of helping doctors reach people in their community. And you're doing it through the online format. So talk a little bit about what you guys are doing there specifically because it's digital marketing, but there there's multiple kind of components to that. So just share a little bit about what, what your, you know, online marketing for doctors includes or could include for, for a doc. Sure. Yeah. There's basically four key areas that we work with in terms of digital marketing. One is your web presence. Still the most significant aspect of your business is your web presence. It will be the location that the majority of your traffic will come to meet you, learn about you, and get accustomed to what you're selling, what your brand is, what your style is, what your personality is. That's That will be your, your number one digital asset. And so we work in web development. Uh, we also work with SEO to help sort of your websites get better ranked. And we work with digital ads, specifically with Google and Bing search ad engine ads, as well as social media ads. So typically your Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, but TikTok, whatever is sort of whatever is sort of applicable to your business, wherever your audience is. I think it's interesting that you said it. And so I'm just going to repeat it because it's worth repeating, which is you said the majority of your traffic comes from here. You talked about the web presence, you know, even in the midst of all the craziness with meta and Instagram and the TikTok and all the things that are going on, it's like, all of that is good. And it's, it has, it serves a purpose and, and all that. But your web presence, the majority of your traffic comes from here. Like that's big deal. And I think I, I just love hearing that. And I think it's important to be repeated because as you're listening to this as a CEO, think about your web presence. Is your web presence up to snuff? Is it at the standard? Is it up to the standard that it needs to be to represent the brand and your message, your voice, all that reaching the market and the avatars you guys are looking to reach? Is it relevant? Is it up to date? And that's a, that's a powerful, you know, point you made. And I just want to, as we're listening to this and you're a CEO auditing your business, every time you listen to this podcast, hopefully you're thinking about your business and what you could be doing to make it better. You know, what Steven's talking about is absolutely vital. So I'm so happy you brought it in up. So I want to, well, I want to talk about, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. If I could expand on it even just a little bit more, I think yeah. one of the things that has really changed sort of over the last sort of five, 10 years, and people don't necessarily appreciate is that I think they think of consumers specifically as sort of like a one-time sort of uh, interaction with their business. They see an ad, they buy the service. And that's just not the case anymore. They see an ad, they research, they explore options, they come back, they go away, they sit. Definitely there are one-time ad viewers who will still purchase, but the great majority of people will cycle through a lot of your digital presence before they make a decision to purchase from you. And so if there isn't a great sort of breadth to your digital presence, if there isn't a consistency in your messaging across your digital presence, it won't be serving you. It won't be helping you. And so, yes. So while people will come to your Facebook page and see you there, those people will still also come to your website too. And completing and having a, a holistic approach to your marketing or thinking about your presence in that totality is, is very important. I love this. Hey, you, 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 
I like just having dialogues that are important. We all need to hear this and be reminded of it. And we always need to be auditing and, and asking ourselves these questions. So it's so powerful. So I want to talk about something you brought up earlier, which kind of piggybacks a little bit on what you're talking about, which is the concept of being adventurous. You were saying that um, when we were chatting about this, like, hey, you know, looking at, I said, compared chiropractors to, let's say, other other doctors that you're working with uh, in, in the medical space, let's just call it that way. And you said, you know, I wish that the chiropractors would be, were a little bit more adventurous. Maybe you didn't say exactly that, but that's kind of what I heard. And I, I resonate that with that because one of the things that we encourage the docs that we work with, Hey, you need to be investing more in your marketing. And mm -hmm. a lot of times docs won't invest as much as maybe we advise them to do for various reasons. And that's their choice, but I want to hear it from you you know, what's your opinion? What is your thought on this? Because again, you said they're not the most adventurous when it comes to digital. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and maybe some guidance and advice for, you know, CEOs that are listening to this. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess the way that we feel when we're, when we're working through a lot of these different verticals, as I mentioned before, is there's just a lot of similarity in mentality. And so everyone gets comfortable sitting in their own sort of uh, framework and how, they're used to things being done. And that's great if you want to be in, you know, in amongst everyone else and taking your sort of equal share of the pie. But if you're trying to do something that is bigger than what, you know, a piece of the pie is, then you need to be bolder, you need to be aggressive, and you need to move beyond that. It's, it's about now, I, I guess in our history, specifically as it relates to chiropractors, you know, they're 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 a lovely bunch. They're wonderful people. And I don't mean to be entirely judgmental and paint everyone with the same stereotypical brush, but they're they think of their product as a $60 one-time adjustment that they're trying to get someone in. And if you're telling them, well, you need to spend, you know, $20 a day on ads and they're like, wow, that's, that's nearly, that's a third of my, my fee. And I still have everything else that I need to pay for. That doesn't make sense. But if I think if, if you were to think of your patients and your prospective patients, what the lifetime value that they could provide to you, not just as a one-off adjustment, but if they build, if you build a relationship with them, uh, if you're doing sort of routinely monthly adjustments over years, they, they become a lot more valuable to them and the dollar signs around it become a lot more realistic. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's powerful, and I know our audience, anybody who's listening right now, is gonna be nodding their head. Like, you know, we talk about lifetime value, case average, case value. These are the KPIs that we track in our business. So, you're preaching to the okay. choir, so to speak, right. and hopefully, no, in a good way. You know, this group I think is is picking up what you're laying down, and that is, but we need to have that mindset. Like, we have to have that thought. We have to consider it and, and process it that way when it comes to making the investment. Last question I really have is, you know, looking ahead, you know, you know, as you look ahead in the next year, two years, and you think about the industry of chiropractic and specifically the marketing, what do you see coming down the pipeline? And what do you see as, and I think you said it already, but it's worth probably repeating 
is what's what's going to be important for us as far as staying in the marketplace and being competitive and reaching the people? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is a great question for us because I think that there's something very transformative that will be happening in the digital marketing agency space over the next sort of two, three, four years. Like it's it's coming fast. And we're not totally across exactly what is happening yet, but we're keenly aware that AI is shifting the way that people will be searching for, looking for businesses, and just sort of interacting with, I guess, resources to find answers. And so it's it is something that we're keenly aware is on the horizon and we are desperate to figure out the way to manipulate it, the way that we figured out how to manipulate SEO, the way we figured out how to manipulate, you know, Facebook ads, Google ads. We don't have, we're not there yet. It's still too early. It's still not there, but already the signs are very clear that AI will be very transformative for digital marketing. And so, you know, how do we take advantage of it? How do we make sure that with AI, one of the things that we we feel with AI is that it's a sort of a, a reduction in choice. I don't know if that really makes sense or if people resonates with people, but with if you go to Google and you type in a question, you get a variety of answers. You've got pages and pages of answers that you can scroll through. But you go to AI, you get one answer. And so how do you take advantage of that? And how do you make sure that you are that one answer? Well, that's uh, that's the question we need to figure out because it's coming. It's coming fast. Wow. Man, I, I've been really enjoyed our time, Stephen. Thank you for uh, all the insights you're 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 adding and value adding to uh, to our audience. This is awesome. So my final question, I guess, is how do uh, how do doctors learn more about what you guys are doing? Get in contact with you or take a next step. Uh, what do you what do you recommend? Yeah, come to our website, onlinemarketingfordoctors.com. Uh, we've got a ton of resources there. We've got free webinars, downloadable ebooks with a lot of resources on that people can use to sort of sort it out for themselves on how they want to improve their practices marketing. And on there, there's there's a lot of different ways to reach out with, out to us. You can schedule a 15-minute uh, discussion with us where we'll go through sort of what you're working on right now and give you advice and, and thoughts on what you can do to get better. You can join us that way. Or just send us an email. Call us. Uh, they're all in the footer there. Uh, just come to the website. It's all there for you. Beautiful. Well, Stephen, thank you for joining me again. I've been speaking with and interviewing uh, Stephen Tate from Online Marketing for Doctors, one of our remarkable success partners, helping us as chiropractors reach the people in our marketplace, ultimately helping us help more people. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a guest here on our podcast. Thank you for all the insights you've given, having just a great conversation and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. It's been lovely. All right, everyone. So you know the drill. Remember to tune in next week for the next episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until then, take care, everyone, and God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. 
And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.